This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We owe it to our wife to be patient, and sometimes that's a lot easier said than done. Today, we're going to be unpacking some really good ways to not only be patient with our wife, but also show our wife love in the process. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Husband's Coach's Corner, the podcast that teaches husbands how to love their wife every day and become better men in the process. I'm your host, Chris Scott, aka The Husband Coach. Welcome back to another episode of The Husband Coach's Corner. Before we dive into the content, I want to remind you in the show notes, there's a link to sign up for the free email list. Just for doing that, you get a copy of the Wife Journal completely free, which is the way that I track all of the progress that I make with understanding my wife and all of the things that she says. It's just a great resource, and I hope it's a blessing to you. You get that completely for free just for signing up to the email list. Now, today's topic, patience, right? And more specifically, patience with our wife. This is so important. And guys, I want you to really take some time to reflect with this because patience, you know, they say it's a virtue, but uh, when it comes to our marriage, it's something that we really need to hone in on as husbands to find ways of showing our wife love, all right? Because patience, what it does is it builds security, confidence, and trust. Now, if you caught the When Will My Marriage Get Better podcast, then you'll know that trust is a very important pillar to our relationship with our wife. And when you're patient, guess what you're building is that security, that confidence and trust that she can come to you and you're not going to like explode and, and, you know, yell at her and be all aggressive. All right. Very important that you understand that patience is something you need to have. Now, today, we're going to be going over an action plan as well. And I do have an action plan for myself. So uh, that way you can see kind of how I went through it uh, and then, you know, make it your own. So let's go ahead and dive in. Now, patience is one of the key ingredients to effective communication with our wife. I don't think that that's a like a mind blowing statement. I think most of you understand that. Uh, your response to her actions can and will trigger either a positive or a negative reaction from her. So what does that mean? You are in control of the situation. Even if your wife is upset, yelling, maybe even throwing things. Now, if she's throwing things, you know, try not to get hit with them. Uh, and, you know, that's obviously... Not what I'm talking about. If your wife is trying to kill you or hurt you, you know, self-defense, get out of there, you know, work that out in another day. But if your wife is yelling at you and there's, you know, it's just she's upset, she's frustrated. This is a perfect time for you to practice your patience instead of yelling back, because 
I don't know if you have ever experienced this, you know, being on the outside looking at two people yelling at each other. Nothing actually ever gets solved when both people are yelling, right? It typically takes someone to say, all right, hey, you know what? Let's calm down, right? And you as the husband, you have to be that problem solver. It's not to say that our wives can't solve problems. It's not that our wives can't diffuse the situation. But as the husband, we are responsible for leading. And that means leading in our relationship with our wife. Uh, so, yeah, you got to kind of be that dude that says, all right, hey, you know what? Let's let's calm this down. Right. And then that's how you're going to bring that security, that confidence and that trust into your relationship. Now, we need to be patient with everything that we do, not just the words that we say, but our actions also have to be patient. Right. If you are slamming down on the table, but you're talking really gently, uh, that may, you know, the, the actions don't match the words. So you got to make sure that everything you do is patient. Uh, this could be something, you know, she says or does uh, that you have to be patient on. And, you know, she could, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, my wife leaves cabinets open. And that doesn't bother me as much because I practice it. But when I tell you that those cabinets being left open used to bother me, they don't bother me anymore, but they did bother me a lot. All right. One of the most common ways that I have experienced husbands losing their patience with their wife is when they do something that is annoying. When the wife does something that's annoying. Like I said, my wife leaving the cabinets open, I used to lose my patience with her. You know, like, hey, you need to close these cabinets, you know, and it sounds silly now that that used to aggravate me. But I'll be honest with you, uh, I seen red when I seen cabinets open and now it's kind of a new a null point. Uh, but I think you understand what I'm saying there. Moral of the story. When your wife does something, this is typically when we lose our patience now. In a little while, we're going to talk about identifying your triggers. But in the example I just gave, the cabinets, that was my trigger. Leaving the cabinets open triggered me, all right? I know that this is, you know, not that deep right now. And that's good because I don't need to be that deep, right? Sometimes there's some surface level stuff that you can take away. And one of those surface level things that you can take away is be more patient with your wife identify what it is that triggers you, and then find a different reaction. There you go. Here's some ground rules about patience. You're not going to get good at it unless you practice it. This means you should practice with every single person, not just your wife. So kids are a perfect example. Coworkers are great examples because there's always that one coworker. It doesn't matter where you are. There's always that one coworker that can push your buttons or at least push the office's buttons or your, your fellow co-workers buttons enough that maybe you get an opportunity to bring a little bit of calm to the workplace uh, just because you are being patient with that individual. All right. Now, I got to give you a full disclaimer here. Patience is one of those things that I have been working on lately and I have been struggling with it. Uh, because my wife has mentioned to me a few times, I'm not as patient as I used to be with her and I'm 
genuinely not sure what's going on. Uh, so I'm in a time of self-reflection uh, and just re-gluing to what it means to be patient and loving with my wife. Now, uh, one of the other things is I'm an ordained minister, so I am a believer in Christ. I follow Jesus. And one of the uh, things that I'm supposed to have is the fruit of the Spirit, which one of the fruits of the Spirit is patience. So, you know, that really does bother me because as a, you know, not only a believer in Christ, but a leader in the church, uh, I can be patient with almost everyone else, but apparently I can't be patient with my own wife. Uh, and that is very, very disheartening to me. So I'm in the middle of reflecting on that for myself just to figure out what is going on with Chris. So, uh, if you're a believer, please pray for me on that. Um, but if not, then it is okay. So first things first, creating your action plan. There's some framework questions that I'm going to give to you. You can write these down and then, you know, answer them later on or as you see fit. You could pause the episode, whatever you want to do. All right. So complete the framing questions first uh, because they're going to help you identify your triggers and how you would like to respond when you are triggered. Uh, once you have those answers, then you're going to create what's known as the summary action plan. This is really more of a, uh, like it, not an affirmation, but this is the statement of when this happens, I will do, and then write out whatever you're going to do, right? Your, your plan is going to be different. When I get to the example, it'll make sense. Uh, and then feel free to add more questions to the framework. I only added in, I believe, four questions uh, to the framework. Yeah, four questions. And those four questions, they are core foundation questions that I think everyone should probably ask themselves uh, when trying to figure out what is triggering them. But, you know, it's okay. Uh, you can add more, right? This just gets you started. And maybe you'll find some that you need to add. So let's go ahead and go over the framing questions. Number one, what are the things that annoy me? This can be anything. It doesn't matter. For me, it is people smacking uh, their food, like chewing with their mouth open. That annoys me to no end. Cabinets being open annoy me. Uh, the refrigerator being open annoys me. And, you know, those are those are the things that I wrote down. So those are three things that they really do trigger me. Now, the things that my wife does that annoys me. Now, you may have some different things in your stuff that your wife does that annoys you under here. Uh, and they may not be things that are in your first question of all the things that annoy you, which is actually interesting because these are specific things that your wife does that anyone else, if they do it, it probably wouldn't bother you. But because your wife is doing it, it annoys you. All right. This is, you know, where you start to see that separation of your triggers ultimately and, you know, areas for you to grow in. All right. 
for me, it was cabinets. Uh, and sometimes my wife, she wants to be helpful. She really does. But we have two different ways of doing things. And the way she does things is not always the way that I would do things. Uh, and that does lead to a level of annoyance. I won't lie. So those are the things that you're looking to write down here. And I kind of just paraphrase that on mine. You don't have to write it down verbatim. I mean, you should not. I mean, you can share this with your wife, but you don't have to share this with anyone. It's really just your notes. So you can kind of get to the end statement, uh, which we'll get here to in a second. Question number three. What way do I want to respond to my wife when she does one of these annoying things? Well, I wrote down, I want to respond with a gentle tone. I don't want to be aggressive when I respond to her. I don't want to yell. I don't want to slam things. So I want to, I want to set the stage for a loving response, right? That's the first thing. I want to be gentle. The second thing is I want to make sure that she, that I seek understanding, right? I want to seek understanding to what it is that she's trying to do. If she's trying to be helpful, I don't want to misunderstand her helpfulness mentality because that's what my wife wants to do. She's expressed this many of times. Uh, so I have to understand why she believes that this is helpful. All right. Very, very important. But then I have to give her my response. Right. And this, you know, I, I let me rephrase number three. The fr number three is how do I want to respond? And then number four is what are some ways that I can get my point across without making her feel attacked? We don't want our wife to feel attacked, right? So now that we know how we want to respond, which is in a loving, gentle way, how is a uh, how can I get my point across to my wife in a way that she doesn't feel as though I'm being rude or mean or unpatient or impatient. Um, however, do you want to say that? Uh, how do I do that? Well, that's where the real art comes in. All right. And that's why I have to gain understanding because once I understand something, then I can make a educated response. Now, where most people go wrong is they don't seek to gain understanding of what the situation is, right? Your wife says or does something and you just respond to that at face value. And yes, sometimes there are only face value things to respond to, but in other times, you can actually respond to something that goes a little bit deeper because if you don't understand one of the favorite things that my wife likes to say to our kids is when you don't understand, ask questions. Uh, and, you know, I read a book or listened to a book recently by John Maxwell, great leaders or yeah, good leaders ask great questions. That's what the title of the book is. Great book recommended if you are into leadership uh, style books, but in this book, what he was talking about is the way that we grow as leaders, which we are, I've already identified that, is by asking questions so we can understand more about our organization or, or in this real or in this uh, context, our wife. 
I need to understand my wife more so I can find ways to love her more. You see how that works? So if you don't understand, instead of being upset, be patient in your response and say, okay, hey, let me let me understand why you did this. And then you have to find a loving way to get your point across. So your wife doesn't feel attacked, especially if your wife is doing something that is not helpful. And she's like, I'm doing it because I want to be helpful. Well, what you're doing right now is not very helpful, honey. And here's here's why it's not helpful. And, you know, she may get into her feelings about it. And maybe you need to use uh, some some timing. Maybe right in the moment is not the perfect time. You got to choose when to have some of these conversations, right? Uh, that's part of the art of the relationship building. But moral of the story, you want to make sure that you gain understanding first and then respond. So those are the framing questions. Now, what does the action plan look like? I'm just going to read mine to you verbatim. When my wife does something annoying, I will take a brief pause and then think about what I'm going to say and how I am going to say it to her. I will seek to gain understanding first rather than assuming that I know why she did what she did or said what she said. Once I have understanding, then and only then will I proceed with delivering my message to her in a gentle and loving way. Now, that is my action plan. That is the statement. I'm going to share this with my wife. Uh, one, because my wife brought it up to me that I'm not being patient with her. And I want her to know that I am absolutely putting forth the effort to be patient. So I'm going to give her this statement and let her know like, hey, this is what I plan to do. And guys, I don't ever want this uh, podcast to come across as like, behind the scenes, secret tips and tricks for husbands. Uh, there are things that, you know, are very specific to husbands on this podcast, but you can share that you are improving yourself or the things that you're trying to do to build your relationship with your wife. Because I mean, the worst that's going to happen is your wife laughs about it. And, you know, that is a little demeaning. And I understand uh, that makes you feel a little vulnerable because our culture tells us we have to be these big, buff, macho men. Uh, but I will say most wives, they will respond positively because they'll take that as a sign of you taking the marriage serious. And when you take the marriage serious, guess what? That means you're taking her serious. And that you're loving her. Now, there are, again, there are some women out there that they will not receive it the same way. And I get it. Uh, and in those cases, you just brush it off uh, and you continue loving your wife. But she'll never be able to say, I had no idea that you were trying to become a more loving, compassionate, gentle husband. Uh you know, than what you were the day you got married. All right. So I'm going to give this statement to my wife because I believe that, well, one, she knows that uh, this is something that I've been reflecting on, 
But also, it's a statement that I'm going to give to her so she can call me out on it uh, because, you know, there's a level of accountability that we have in our relationship. If my wife says that I'm not being patient with her, I want her to feel comfortable with telling me when I am being patient with her, which is why I'm going to give this to her. And if she says, hey, you know, I didn't feel that your response was patient, then we can go and have that conversation and I can gain understanding on why she felt that way. doesn't mean I'm always going to agree. All right. Gaining understanding does not always mean that you are going to agree. Very important that you understand that. All right. So let's go ahead and wrap all this up with a very pretty little bow. Basically, patience is not going to come overnight and you will not always be patient with your wife. You're just not going to. It, it it's a part of it, right? There's even times that I still uh, get a little irritated by the cabinets being open, even though I know that it shouldn't bother me and it doesn't bother me most of the time, but it just depends on, you know, the, that day, right? Uh, but moral of the story, you're not going to get it right all the time. But my hope is that over the next few days, you take some time to reflect on how you can be more patient with your wife. Even if you already are patient with her, I am confident you have some areas that you can still be more patient, especially if you write down those framing questions of what does your wife do that annoys you? I guarantee you some of those areas you can be a lot more patient in. All right. Now, to be clear, I am not encouraging anyone here to be passive on matters that are challenging. All right. I don't want you to be a passive husband. I'm encouraging you to be more gentle and loving with your wife. All right. Not passive, loving and gentle. Find ways to get your point across without yelling or using sarcasm to demean or belittle your wife. Right. We don't want to dismiss her feelings or discredit her feelings uh, or discredit her actions or whatever. What we want to do is find ways to understand and build those things up. Now, as I mentioned uh, in the When Will My Marriage Get Better episode, which was the last episode, find ways to walk away from the conversation if it is no longer being productive. Now, this is to help you with that patience thing, right? There are times when our patience is tested beyond uh, our, our, our own ability to withstand whatever the circumstances. This is the last effort that I mentioned in the, when will my marriage get better episode? It is okay to walk away. Now I'm not, I'm not the, you know, that's not like the first option. Um, and I'm not like a super fan of walking away from your wife, but there are times when it is better to walk away uh, than it is for you to stay there and continue down this path of arguing and going back and forth. All right. So definitely look for opportunities not to just walk away, but to love your wife and uh, figure out when the conversation is no longer being productive. All right. So. Again, my, my main hope here is that you think about what you are doing before you do it and that you find ways to love your wife every day. <laughs>